ready to hear a story? This one's about a little girl who spoils Christmas by snooping. You can find more about this story at bedtime.fm slash storytime slash 20. Little Susie and the Silver Christmas Cross by Pop Johnson. Once upon a time, long, long ago, in the 1960s, a little girl named Susie often stayed overnight with her grandparents in their shoebox-sized house on a lovely corner of Sheffield and Stockton Roads. It wasn't just because little Susie's grandparents loved her so very much that they looked forward to frequent visits from their granddaughter. It was also because Susie's mummy Wilma needed a break now and then from working all day and caring for Susie and her invisible friend Albert every evening of every week of every year. This particular Friday in December, little Susie came straight to her grandparents' house directly after school. It was the last day of school before Christmas and the children were let out early. So little Susie's mummy made arrangements for the girl to stay at her grandparents' through the weekend. Susie especially loved to visit around Christmas time because Granny cooked up delicious pies and biscuits that perfumed the whole house with tasty scents of cinnamon, apples, nutmeg, walnuts, pecans and cherries that she used in various delicious ways. The small house stayed warm and smelled wonderful all December from all the cooking going on in the kitchen. The kitchen alcove had a special table with two chairs, just the right size for a little girl and her invisible friend. And so that is where little Susie and Albert took their breakfast, lunch and snacks whenever they stayed with Granny and Granddaddy Hood. It was on this particular Saturday morning in the kitchen that Susie looked at Albert across the table in a funny way while she continued eating her breakfast of oat porridge and toast with honey. I saw some boxes on the top shelf of Granny's closet in her bathroom. Susie began. What were you doing snooping in Granny's closet? Albert challenged his friend. You're not supposed to snoop at Christmas time, you know. I know, Susie continued. But I needed a roll of teepee. Teepee? Albert asked as he tilted his head in a quizzical way. You know, toilet paper. Susie whispered in the same way that Granny did whenever she told Grandad to buy some at the market. The way she said it made Albert laugh. So you think you're getting TP for Christmas? Albert joked and giggled. No, silly, Susie replied as she let go of her spoon and let it slowly sink down under the thick porridge. But I think I saw a small box that a necklace could fit into. Albert immediately understood why Susie would be excited about finding a hint that she might be getting the silver necklace she wanted so badly for Christmas. After all, as her invisible best friend, he knew all of little Susie's secrets. Well, you remember what Granny says about snooping around at Christmas, don't you? Albert reminded her. I know, I know, Susie replied impatiently. You might get disappointed. That's right, Albert confirmed. So will you help me climb up to the top of Granny's shelf in the bathroom when she and Granddaddy take their naps this afternoon? Of course, was Albert's ready reply, in spite of the warning he'd just given his friend. And so it was, when Grandaddy and Granny went into their separate rooms and closed their doors for their customary Saturday afternoon naps, that little Susie and Albert quietly dragged a chair from the kitchen table across the linoleum floor of the alcove 
across the carpeted hallway and into the open door that led from the hall into Granny's bathroom. Wait, Albert whispered. Better check the other door in from Granny's bedroom. It might be open too. After making sure that Granny's private door into the bathroom was closed and that she could hear Granny snoring a little on the other side, Susie carefully dragged the chair on two legs towards the closet next to the tub inside. Hold it steady while I can climb up, little Susie instructed Albert. But Albert just looked at her as if to say, I'm an imaginary kid, remember? I can't hold anything. Little Susie ignored him and used the chair like a step stool to reach the top shelf. Reaching in among the several boxes there, she found the one that was a special size and shape. All of these are just tissue boxes, Susie called down to Albert. Except for this small one. She held onto the small box with one hand, opening it with the other, right there as she stood on the chair. Better put that back now, Albert warned, before it's too late. But little Susie was far too excited to listen. She lifted the lid off the square cardboard box. What is it? Albert asked. I don't know. There's another box inside. The box inside was covered in velvet and had the most beautiful silver cross glued onto the front of it. Oh my goodness! Susie exclaimed. What is it? Albert asked again. Oh my goodness! Susie repeated. But a little quieter this time as she remembered that Granny was napping right next door. The little girl knew she should have stopped right then and replaced the velvet box inside the first couple box. She hesitated for a few moments, whilst Albert stared at her and hoped she would do the right thing. But instead, she took out the velvet box once more and opened it to look inside. Then she suddenly closed it shut, put it back inside the cardboard box and quickly placed it back on the shelf exactly where she had found it. Susie stepped down from the chair, closed the closet door and dragged the chair very quietly back out of the bathroom and over to the kitchen table where she sat down and lay her head upon her arms. Little Susie remained strangely quiet for the remainder of the day. She didn't watch cartoons on the telly, she didn't read to Albert or play with him outside, and she didn't even go with Granddaddy to the barber shop and get a lollipop from the barber, as she did nearly every Saturday afternoon. Instead, Susie was so quiet and acted so strangely all that day that Granny finally asked, are you sick? And felt her forehead for a fever. But little Susie told her granny, no, in a soft, weak voice, and lay on the living room couch doing nothing and feeling sad. I told you not to go snooping, Albert reminded his friend. Little Susie's mummy came to granny's house on Sunday morning so that they could all go to church together. No one knew that the little girl felt terrible all through the service, even when she and Albert were having biscuits and milk with the other children after Sunday school. All the next week, Susie thought about the present in the closet. Christmas Eve would be here in six days, and for all those six days, the little girl felt sick and miserable. Why are you so unhappy? Albert finally asked his friend at the end of the week. Don't you know that Christmas is coming? When we open our gifts to each other on Christmas Eve, little Susie explained, 
Granny will know. How could she possibly know? Albert asked. Granny always knows, Susie told him sorrowfully. And when Christmas Eve finally did arrive, Susie and her mother Wilma and Albert got into their car to drive the short distance to Granny and Granddaddy's house. Why so glum, miss? Susie's mummy asked on the ride over. You love Christmas Eve at Granny and Granddaddy's. I know, little Susie sighed. What about Granddaddy's Christmas ham and the pies and biscuits that Granny's been baking all week? I know, little Susie sighed once again. And you know they always have one very special gift for you on Christmas Eve to show you how much they love you. I know, the girl replied as a tear ran down her cheek and fell onto her red and white Christmas dress. Well, if you cry, everybody's going to know what you did, Albert spoke up, but of course only little Susie could hear him. So little Susie wiped her tearful eyes on one of the new white Christmas gloves and said nothing more about it in the car. Merry Christmas! Granny exclaimed as soon as Susie and her mummy entered the front door, giving them each a warm holiday hug. Merry Christmas! Granddaddy hollowed out from the kitchen, where he was stealing a taste of his own holiday ham and yams. Before dinner, Granny brought out a wrapped gift for each person, and they opened their gifts one by one. Little Susie opened hers and held it in her hand. A silver Christmas cross necklace adorned with a sparkling jewel and strung on a delicate silver chain. In the middle of the cross is the Star of Bethlehem that the wise men followed in the east, Susie's granddaddy explained. The star they followed to find the baby Jesus, remember? Granny told her. Susie's mummy gently took the necklace from her hand, placed it about the girl's neck and clasped it at the back. It's so beautiful! Susie's mummy said as she admired it. I know, little Susie replied as tears filled her eyes once more. Why are you crying, dear? Granny asked. Because I don't deserve it. Of course you deserve it, Granddaddy told her. You're our sweet little girl and we want you to have it for Christmas. But I snooped, Susie confessed. You snooped? Granny repeated. Yep, you snooped all right, Albert added uselessly. And it ruined the surprise for you? Susie's mummy asked. Yes, mum. And you felt guilty about it all week? Granny asked. And that's why you moped about the house here all day last Saturday? Yes, mum. You poor child, Granddaddy concluded for everyone. I guess you've learned your lesson and suffered quite a lot. Yep, you snooped and suffered, Albert chimed in. Must I give the necklace back then? Susan asked as she began to cry once more. No, dear, Granny told her. Keep it as a reminder not to spoil surprises for yourself and others, especially at Christmas time. I promise, little Susie said as she hugged first her granny, then her mummy, and Granddaddy. And finally, even Albert got a big joyful hug for Christmas. If you like these stories, please consider becoming a patron and pledging a small amount at patreon.com 
slash bedtime.